If I only could make a deal with God. Oh. Something, something. Running up that hill. <laughs> he running up that <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> but <laughs> I listen to it a lot after Stranger Things. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I found it became very overplayed after Stranger Things. Well... That's just me. Yeah, it depends yeah. on where you are. If you're around people who play it all the time, then obviously it's going to be yeah. overplayed, but yes. uh, I don't feel it's overplayed. That is fair. Like my friend, like friend group has never played that song. <laughs> 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 Ever at like a get-together or something. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, hello, hi, welcome. Name of the show is Politics. Although I call it Politics and the title of this episode is The Hunger Games, colon, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. My name is Presh. And I'm Ty. And that's an awful fucking name for a movie, bro. <laughs> Far too long. Like, um, so the book is called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yes. So they want to have the book title. Yeah. But to, you know, for marketing, they have to include the Hunger Games. Like, like the Hunger Games. Because people need to know that this is a Hunger Games movie. They, they don't need, they shouldn't be confused about that. Yes. So it's like... People didn't realize Prometheus was an alien prequel. Yes. And by people, I mean me. <laughs> because <laughs> I'd never seen an alien movie. And then at the end of Prometheus, I'm like, isn't that the picture of the thing from that movie? <laughs> it's like that picture I saw of the <laughs> that thing. Yeah. So, yes, it's about marketing. Yeah, yes. Like, uh, they didn't call the Twilight sequels New Moon, uh, Breaking, Breaking Dawn. Dawn or whatever. It said the Twilight Saga, colon. Breaking Dawn. Yes. So, you know, they need that, that branding. Yes. So they kind of, what's the word, grandfathered in with the Hunger Games. So mm-hmm. I suggest the Hunger Games, Songbirds and Snakes. That seems, yeah. <laughs> that seems a lot easier. It's much more manageable. <laughs> it's the same as like Batman versus Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot, you know. Anyway, uh, cleaner from last week. Yes. Uh, you asked if people can use footage from shelf projects Mm -hmm. and I did some extensive research uh, you know got on the phone asked people went to the library got some books did some hectic googling I went to page two of the (laughs) the google results (laughs) so you realize like uh, you know I went to extreme lengths and uh, I couldn't find anything but I just assumed that you can't Mm. because it's shelved so (laughs) anyway (laughs) Uh, also last week when I was listening uh, you made a reference to Darth Vader yes. which <laughs> got me off guard I was like what the hell <laughs> I didn't I couldn't remember the well I didn't write down the the context of it but uh, yeah I was just shocked uh, I, I didn't catch it at the time but uh, yeah on realist and I was like wow oh, that's fucked, dude. We, you've come so far. <laughs> when we started this, you hadn't watched uh, anything. Oh, you're going to be blown away by my recommendations this week. But right. we'll get to it. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um, we also mentioned, uh, well, the... I don't know if I should... So, mm. at the end of the Marvels, yes. they're putting together a teen Avenger team. Yes. Can we say that? That's not spoilery. That doesn't spoil the Marvels, does it? Uh, I wouldn't say so. Right? No. So we were mentioning last week, who are the people that could be on that Kid Avenger team? And mm. we mentioned Kamala, Kate Bishop, the new Hawkeye, America Chavez, 
the portal girl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie Lang uh, Ant-Man's daughter yes and girl yeah she hasn't been named that but uh, we can call well her. i mean what if she identifies more with like cockroaches she's like a <laughs> cockroach girl <laughs> or you know whatever whatever insect she likes you know yeah. everyone is just kind of forced to use it because hang pum likes ants you know yeah. it's <laughs> what if the rest of them want to branch out into other insects then i guess yes, they, they could. could spider girl yeah yeah they're, they're trying to get in on that sweet branding <laughs> <laughs> then you know he's your friendly neighbor Spider-Man so you know you already have that pre-existing trust so yeah. if i come in as a spider girl it's mm. like all right cool. you, you know the it comes from the same brand yeah. <laughs> you know you got that brand recognition <laughs> anyway um Thor's daughter mm. i don't know her name i just keep calling her. i think her name is love that's why the movie is called love and thunder because he's thunder That would make sense. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh Hulk's son Scar. It's Scar, but Scar. Uh, you do remember I spelled yes. it last week. Yeah. Anyway, and the Vision who is technically is not even a teen. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's 8 years old. <laughs> right? Uh well, that's the thing. He died. Yes. And he was brought back to life. So he's like 1 years old. Yeah. So the baby Avengers. <laughs> the Avengers babies. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a, a very funny like in WandaVision mm. they go through like a clip show mm. and you see Vision as a baby oh. which <laughs> it's an adorable <laughs> I'll show it to you uh, after we done recording but yeah Vision as a baby cuz you know when Vision was born he was born as a big <laughs> adult shaped person but yes uh anyway um the teen Avengers we forgot to mention yes Riri Williams from uh, Black Panther yeah well Yeah, from Wakanda forever. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember the <laughs> right Billy and Tommy, do you know who they are? No. Wonder's children. Oh. Oh. They uh in the comics they kind of get the same powers as her and her brother. Okay. One one is a speedster, one does magic. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. Uh yeah. but they they also kids. They're like, I don't know, 8, 9. Mm. They were in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're not teens but yeah. i guess wait a few years <laughs> yeah. uh isaiah bradley's grandson eli is that okay <laughs> in um falcon and the winter soldier oh uh okay. we find out that steve rogers wasn't the only captain america oh. they experimented on uh black people okay. or black men yeah. i should say mm. and only one survived and that was isaiah bradley right uh okay. because like the other version or the earlier versions of the serum killed all the other experiments right so <laughs> not yeah. good yeah anyway his uh grandson his name is Eli right he uh in the comics he becomes captain america okay. so he could be a could a be teen avenger yeah right uh phyla vel mm. do you know who that is oh and it's actually is related to marvel No. <laughs> well, she's uh, a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. At the end of the movie, you know in the post-credit scene we see them as a new team. Mm. She's uh she oh, was she one of the kids it. they saved on the uh what's his name ship. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> the guy. The yes. guy with the face. His yeah. face was cut off in that fucking <laughs> movie. Bro. That's all I can think of when I when I look at that guy, bro. Jesus. Anyway, um Kid Loki. 
who I assume was introduced in Loki. Loki. Yes, but the thing is, he's like a different version of Loki. Okay. From like a different world. So it would be, I don't know how they would tie that in. Yeah. And it seemed like more of a once-off joke than a a real, you know, thing. Actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ben Mendelsohn's daughter, played by Emilia Clarke. Mendelsohn, the composer. No. The okay. actor. He was in Rogue One. He's from New Zealand. Or Australia. Oh. oh. Anyway, he's one of the Skrulls. Right. We saw them last week. He was... Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> we, we did a commentary on Captain Marvel last week. <laughs> Mendelssohn was one of the main <laughs> cast of the movie. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh. Yes, but anyway. So, Emilia Clarke, she's in her 30s. Yes. But we but. don't know how the Skrulls age. That could be a very young... Scroll that yes. could be like a baby scroll or a teenage scroll, so yeah. you know, okay. Actually, in fact, we know that <laughs> to be true. <laughs> that, um, what's his name, Mendelssohn? Mm. I forget his character name, but he's like 100, 150 years old, I think, or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, in their 30s, seems like a, a reasonable. Uh, reasonable for a teen, yeah. Um, Black Widow's sister. Now this is a real stretch because she's yeah. a she's like in her mid twenties, yeah. like she's like twenty six up. Yeah. So, I think she would probably just go in the regular Avengers team. Yeah. But I mean, she's youngish, so I'm sure she'd get along with both sides of the Avengers spectrum. I guess. Yeah. Then uh, the young Eternal Sprite. Okay, I I didn't watch Eternals. Okay. Well, there's one Eternal. Well, this is the thing. They are robots. Yes. And they can't age. Yes. So they say the same throughout the centuries. Yes. And there's one who was born as like looking like a child. Right. So they're thousands of years old, but they have the body of a child. Okay. So they've never been able to have sex. Oh. Because. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought that was going. They look like a child. Right? Yeah, right. Well, not even sex, just like a, a relationship. Yeah. Because, you know, it'll be looking like you're an adult with a, a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an eternal who looks like a kid. Right. So <laughs> they could be on this team. <laughs> even though, again, I'm kind of going against my rules here because they thousands of years old. They mm. just look like a kid. But yes. I don't know. Um, Iron Lad, do you know who that is? No. He is, you know, Kang the Conqueror. Yes. And there's many, many versions of Kang the Conqueror. Yes. Right. One of those is a kid. <laughs> so Kid Kang is called the Iron Lad. Right. And he goes back in time and becomes an Avenger. Okay. So he could be one of the teen Avengers. He could, yeah. Um, also, Iron Man's daughter, now that I'm... I forgot to write that, but mm. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, she could be an Avenger. She could, yeah. Uh, or a teen Avenger, I mean. Mm. Um, and also Heimdall's son. Yeah. So... Yeah. What power did he have? His eyes were glowing. That's all I remember. He could... Um, <laughs> the, he could, like, see into people's minds or some shit. He could see across far distance. So, like, you know how... Well, how Heimdall's Heimdall, powers. Yeah, yeah, basically. I guess. But okay. he can, like... Oh, well, I guess Heimdall could also, like, communicate with them. But yeah. he could do, like, a video call thing. Well, he could hear them. They couldn't communicate with him. So, like, Thor will be, like... Heimdall, I hope you're seeing this or something, and then yeah, I- Heimdall not. will hear him. Yeah, but he can't speak to Thor. Yeah, but the kid can. Mm, mm, all right, because when they're in that, well, like, but they're in the same like galaxy, you mm, know. When yeah. Thor comes to Earth, he's like in a different like 
Galaxy. Galaxy than Asgard. Yeah. But bef- in, you know when... What's his son's name? Axel. I don't remember. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Heimdall's son. Okay. <laughs> Heimdall's son could be a... Uh, teen Avenger. Yeah, you could. Anyway, we spent far too long on this <laughs> rubbish. Uh, so, can we get into the news for the week? Yes. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> once again, uh, I've had a rough week at work. Yeah. So I haven't been able to, you know, do all the do all the research I should stuff. have done. Okay, all right. But the first story is about rand manipulation. Well, uh, I say that to say I wanted to do like a deep dive into this story, so I could get mm. you know all the nitty gritty, all the nuts and bolts, and you know uh, have a full understanding. Unfortunately, right. I didn't. Ah, oh. but uh, I have these two articles, which okay, you were going to say something. No, you were just <laughs> yeah, I was just. <laughs> thinking i guess all right yeah um so i have these two articles one that explains what happened and one that kind of explains it in layman t- layman's terms how that affects you okay right so i think those and then next week i'll come back with a, a more yeah. deeper uh, well deep if i have the time yeah <laughs> i'll try to get a better understanding of the story right if not i will have time so oh. i'll but you don't do any work That's, <laughs> it's not about time it's about being lazy <laughs> All right, so this is from businesstech.co.za. Okay. Right? Uh, it's from Staff Writer, okay. uh, which, very interesting name. Yeah. <laughs> I know like they were yeah, born for this. What parent named their child Staff? But <laughs> 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 nevertheless, you know, um, so UK bank coughs up 43 million rand for manipulating the rand. Okay. UK-based banking multinational Standard Chartered Bank SCB has agreed to settle with the Competition Commission for 42.7 million associated with the rand slash dollar manipulation scandal that was exposed in 2017. Oh. You wanted to say something? That is not where I thought that was going. I just wanted to say Standard Chartered. I'd heard of them. Yeah. Because of <laughs> yeah. The Liverpool shirt sponsor, yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. But they, uh, they're just a bank. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Standard Chartered was one of the 28 banks who were prosecuted by the commission for manipulating the rand dollar currency pair between 2003 and 2013. The bank has admitted liability in the case. According to the commission, Standard Chartered participated in the manipulation of the US dollar uh, South African rand currency pair by fixing bids, offers, bid offer spreads, the spot exchange rate and the exchange rate at the fix or FIX, right? Okay. So again, this is the article that's just saying what's happened. Yeah. So I don't know what <laughs> all those mean, uh, you know, uh, how it relates to the working person, I would say, right? Yeah, it's a lot of legalese. <laughs> well, whatever the, it is for finance. Yeah, finances. <laughs> right. Further, the bank participated in dividing markets by allocating customers in terms of which one trader withholds or pulls his or her existing bids or offer from the market to allow the other trader to execute and complete his or her trade. Right? Okay. Another thing I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this conduct contravenes section blah, blah, blah of the Competition Act uh, 89 of 1998 as amended, the Commission said. In February 2017, the Commission the Competition Commission referred to a number of banks, uh, the Competition Tribunal for Price Fixing involving the RAND. The Commission ultimately brought 28 banks under investigation in what it called the Forex Cartel case. 
Okay. You remember this? No. Well, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> which is uh, far more surprising than you. Yes. Right. Definitely. You were just like a newborn then. Yeah. You know, pretty much. Uh, the minute manipulation impacted the exchange rate of the South African rand, which in turn affected various parts of the South African economy, including imports and exports, foreign direct investment, public and private debt, and company balance sheets with the attendant implications for the price of goods and services and financial assets. So once again, it just lists things. It doesn't explain yeah. <laughs> like how those things relate to the average person. So yeah. uh, if you understand these things, or you... Uh, not on to you, on yeah. to the listener. Listener. If, yes. listener, if you understand what's going on, you know, maybe write in. Yeah. Uh, Give us yeah. A, a little TLDR of it, please. Yes. Yeah. The standard uh, chartered settlement comes as other respondent banks are currently appearing before the competition appeal court seeking an order to get aside a competition tribunal order of 30 March 2023, which ordered respondent banks to file their answers to the complaint referral. All right. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm just going to move on I, I should have stopped reading after <laughs> before this uh, the, when it got called the Forex cartel case mm-hmm. anyway the other uh, article I, f- I have here is from sabcnews.com okay and it's by Notando Magudulela the co- oh, the headline is banks accused of generating trillion in alleged RAND manipulation that's a lot well it's not one trillion. <laughs> Let me read the article, right? Okay. The Competition Commission says implicated banks in the alleged rand manipulation have generated about a trillion rand a day between 2007 and 2013. <gasps> what? <laughs> what? You thought? <laughs> it's not It's not one. <laughs> it's one every day for six years. <laughs> the division... Well, and um, when I was doing some research into this apparently that's not even a big amount in these like in the banking world yeah this is like a fairly small amount (laughs) a trillion a day (laughs) so wild bro um where was i the uh, the divisional manager for cartels at the competition commission mahale mohlatla told the competition tribunal this week Five of the 28 banks have admitted to taking part in the alleged foreign exchange manipulation 16 years ago. The other banks have gone to the courts to appeal whether South African South Africa's co- competition authorities have the jurisdiction to prosecute or have the material facts to prosecute. Quote, either way, it has an effect because at any time, at any given time in the trading market, there are buyers and sellers. South African firms that want to buy internationally, they'll need to acquire the dollars in order for them to buy in the international market. If they buy in dollars that are expensive because of the manipulation, they are losing money. South Africans that want to sell in the international market have to sell using dollars. So if they, so if they, so if they have to sell using a dollar that has been weakened by manipulations, they are losing money. So we have tried to quantify ultimately the card because the trading itself and the rules and it's here can give some additional figures to the trading itself. It talks about trillions a day. It says divisional manager. Uh, well, same guy, right? Mm. Right. It is believed that the 2013 cartel made a trillion rand a day due to price fixing and market allocation by the 28 local and international banks. This week, the Competition Commission signed a settlement agreement with one of the banks implicated in the foreign exchange case. Standard Chartered Bank agreed to pay an administrative penalty of 42.7 million. However, trade union 
Juwasa, that's G-I-W-U-S-A, says this is a slap on the wrist considering how much these banks made a day. Right? <laughs> 42.7 million versus 1 trillion a day. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's going to teach them a lesson. <laughs> they're going to go home, they're going to be like, oh shit, we lost 42.7 million. <laughs> How will my kids, uh, I, I can't buy them presents for Christmas this year. <laughs> we fucked up so badly. <laughs> we've, got, we've only got like 18 quadrillion left now. Jeez. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so that that's all I have to say. Yeah. So that first article will just kind of explains it this one kind of makes it more accessible to the common man because yes. it means uh if i go to the shop things that have been imported cost a lot a lot more yes if i well that's the really <laughs> that's the important one that's what made me angry <laughs> when i saw that i was like what the hell <laughs> so yes uh i do want to find out more about this and what it means in particular and you know, just the, the get, get into the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, I've been busy at work, so I couldn't. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So. Okay. Next story. Next story. Uh, the Cassie slash Diddy case. Okay. So, do you know who these people are? Uh, Diddy, I think I do know of. Right. Right. So Cassie is a R and B singer. Okay. And Diddy is like a producer. Producer. Well, he is like he raps sometimes, but mm. uh, I don't know what to call him exactly. But like he, like he was like the he owned Bad Boy, okay. and he had like Biggie Smalls and One Twelve and uh, I'm trying to Mace. <laughs> I'm trying to remember because he he's like in charge of the artists. Right. And he like helps them make the album, but yeah. he's he himself is not. But well, he has made albums himself I don't know uh, uh, whatever right he's but, just kind of a jack of all trades kind of deal in yeah. music but anyway yeah. so Cassie is suing him for rape oh and uh, abuse over a, a number of years mm. so okay. he met her when she was 19 and he was 37 oh and it started since then and it's been it went on for like uh, over 10 years I think now that is outrageous yeah so uh, I was kind of conflicted whether to include it here because you know this is kind of you know I said we shouldn't uh, talk about celebrities personal lives or whatever yeah but this is just such a uh, I want it to be known that uh, Diddy is not a good person yeah. you know I, I think that's uh, we should be spreading that out <laughs> yeah. that this guy's a rapist bro. yeah and he settled immediately oh so it's not like he went to defend himself or anything. It's uh, no, yeah. he threw money at it. Well, the thing is, it was a civil suit, okay. which means she wants money. Yeah, it's not a criminal case where he, he could he do. could go to jail. Yeah, it's just he has to pay money. Right, and so he didn't want to fight that. He just gave the money, money over. Okay, uh, mm. so it seems more that she wanted to ruin his reputation. Mm. That people know he's a rapist. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what is going on yeah and I assume she also doesn't want a long drawn out trial because it's you know it would uh, like uh, trigger like memories for her yeah. you know like be put under the public spotlight so mm. you know I totally understand her just you know wanting to settle not going to a criminal case and uh, have that but yes yeah. it's very uh, distressing yeah and uh, 
yeah i don't know what we can do about like sickos like this mm. like if uh i don't know maybe like youth centers for young boys mm. so they don't grow up to be like violent and like uh you know yeah i don't know what uh, i don't know what the answer is for this uh but yeah yeah anyway the next story Gauteng premier Panyaza Lusufi's announced future taverns which have received backlash on social media. Future taverns are government's hope to change the look and feel of drinking halls in townships. So, I should say what is like for America and you know like foreign listeners, mm-hmm. how would we describe a tavern? It's kind of like I, I guess, guess uh an informal bar. Yeah. Like it doesn't serve food mm-hmm. and it serves alcohol and like uh what are the big bottles called like pints no not pints uh like liter bottles yeah like 2 liter bottles or yeah 2 yeah. liter bottles of alcohol yeah. in a glass bottle where you know at a bar it would be like i order a drink they yeah. mix a drink or something like that mm. basically it's like a very like low class uh like just bar yeah like poor people Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess yeah. Anyway, the project led by a Dutch beer maker Heineken in partnership with Gauteng government. Mm. The Gauteng Department of Economic Development confirmed to Sowetan the project is a public private initiative that began early in the year and was aimed at transforming the tavern sector. An official from the department who is close to the project and did not want to be named said the project is still at the conception stage with a pilot already set up in Alexandra. The future tavern will have enhanced infrastructure to improve security for customers while preventing underage drinking. The owners will be upskilled to offer other services such as spaces for the customers to hold meetings while enjoying coffee. Heineken came on board and said it wanted to look at the retailers in the townships that sell alcohol and turn them into something that is more than just taverns where people don't only buy alcohol. I like this. This seems like a good initiative. Many social users were critical of him for promoting alcohol usage in townships while others reminded him of his previous post where he said he wanted an alcohol-free essay. Mm. But Lasufi responded by saying investment is above our individual preferences. We must bring investments in our province to create jobs and opportunities for. So, mm. I think this is a horrifically bad thing. Okay. It's encouraging drinking, okay. right? As a good thing. You know what they said about well we'll serve other drinks yeah. the idea is to get you in there so you buy you more know alcohol. more alcohol right the right. idea of making alcohol more socialized mm. uh is going away from what we should be doing it should be stigmatized i i feel, I feel like people are going to drink anyway right um you yeah, know there's still, still like liquor stores around and all that kind of stuff but rather than uh create something where people are doing it um not necessarily illegally but like you know in places where they may not be allowed to rather allow them to drink and then promote smaller quantities or you know uh um, responsible alcohol habits instead of hiding it away i don't believe that Well they're just going to drink anyway. I believe using initiatives we can get rid of that. Okay. So uh, I disregard your entire premise. Uh uh I I view this as promoting alcohol and what's more like kind of insidious mm. is that 
this is specifically in townships yeah right which okay. is a very lower uh income areas yeah. right so this is specifically targeting poor people yeah you know encouraging alcohol in poor people mm-hmm. so you know uh i totally disagree and him uh justifying it by saying investment you know that yeah. that is uh we spoke about this i think in our very first episode where it's like just because something makes money doesn't justify it yeah. right you are doing something bad we don't know how many people you know could get hooked on alcohol who can you know uh become dependent on alcohol because mm. it's becoming so you know you are the point of this is to like make these places more appealing right yeah so <clears throat> yeah i just think this is going to be promoting alcohol we should be doing the opposite okay um i'm not saying people can't drink alcohol mm. i'm saying uh we should be more trying s- trying to get it down to as little as possible okay as a as a point of policy mm. because there's a lot of uh you know like we are one of the biggest drinking com- uh, countries in the world i'm pretty mm. sure so okay not good yeah Anyway, your news. Um, you remember the rocket I was talking about last week? Yes. Uh, where Rock. it was. <laughs> yes, I <Yeah>. saw. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. It uh, once again. Well, yeah. Well, not once again because this is a different rocket, but it still blew up, and I think that's quite funny. Um, so far, it's uh, they're still doing investigations, so we're not fully sure what's happened. But as far as uh, I could see in terms of, uh, you know, internet analysis and stuff like that, they've said that, um, I don't know if you watched it or like, you, you, you know, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> watching a rocket. <laughs> yeah, carry on. But basically, the rocket is in like two parts, right? And it launches... And then the two parts separate. The top part keeps going, and the bottom part flips around to like come back and land. Right. Um, I've seen a lot of. Well, I've seen the most kind of common theory that I've seen right now is that it flipped, and that caused the fuel to slosh in a weird way, and so it couldn't fuel the engines anymore. And then the automated flight termination system. Uh, exploded. exploded. All right. Yeah. But I'll be back with another update next week, probably. All right. Well, personally, I think you yes. and the internet people are totally wrong. Okay. I clearly understand. Like, it's very clear to me what happened. What happened? One of the haters got on the, <laughs> <laughs> got on the rocket. They attached several bombs. It blew up just to make a, you know... Uh, our visionary <laughs> uh leader of spacex uh, look bad oh i see that's the you know you're that not is. accounting for that you you just assume you know things happen no mm. they're bad <laughs> you know this week <laughs> he tweeted advertisers are the greatest threat to your free speech because <laughs> they pulled out of advertising on twitter yes which uh you know everybody's obligated to give twitter money If not they they attract your fear of free speech I guess. In fact, don't you think giving your money mm. well this is what right wingers believe. Yes. 
So I don't want to... Maybe even me saying it would give it too much credence, right? Mm. But they say spending your money is a form of free speech. Yes. You know, like you're allowed to spend your money wherever you want. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> yes, the, the companies, you know, choosing not to spend their, their money on advertising on Twitter, is that not free speech? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like free speech yeah. to me. Well, the thing is, I a corporation is not a person. Mm. So... I don't know. Only in America, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a thing called Glass Steagall, which allowed businesses to be viewed as people. Yeah, yeah. So a business can send contributions to a particular candidate, mm. uh, and you, as the CEO, can send as well. Yeah. You know, it separates you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> what a sick fucking country every time it comes up I'm just like Jesus Christ America <laughs> horrible place alright uh, is that your only new story uh, yeah pretty much I was gonna say something about election weekend but there isn't really much to say well not election weekend registration weekend oh yeah, yeah. I've been getting SMS's to register to vote yeah uh, I've just ignored that uh, yeah okay have you no I've registered mm-hmm. yeah who are you gonna vote for I don't know. Well, that's the thing, right? I might just register to not vote. <laughs> uh, so they know I'm around, but <laughs> I've chosen not to. <laughs> All right. Um, mm. Can we get into the movie? Uh, yeah, sure. So, so, what do you know about The Hunger Games? Um, it's originally based... Well, the, the Hunger Games, the books, the movies, or the actual games... Whatever you know. Oh. Um, so the Hunger Games movies are originally based on a... Uh, they were originally a trilogy of books. Um, and then they were... They, like, branched out into other books. Um, and then eventually... What do you mean branched out into other books? There were more books after that. There's one book. The prequel. Yeah, the one yeah. we're covering today. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. My bad. You know what? Uh, I'm just going to stop you because you <laughs> you're, you're floundering. You you have no. Uh, what do you mean? Just say you don't know. But I do know. What do you know? The Hunger Games was well is a series of a trilogy first of, mm. of all of okay. books. Um, it was the original Hunger Games, then uh, Catching Fire, and then Mockingjay. Boom. Um, all right. How does that give context to this movie? Um. This is a prequel to those, which okay. is, it's based on the book. Um, okay, but I mean, knowing the titles of the books, how does that add context to this? I don't know, I just thought I'd check. Yeah, so why did you go, boom? <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you said some gibberish and went, boom, <laughs> like you got me. <laughs> anyway, um, the prequel, the book prequel was released in 2020, and I guess they wanted to make a movie out of it straight away, so they did. Alright, I've had enough. Okay. This is a place called Panem. Yes. It's split into the capital yes. and 12 districts. Yes. Oh, well, technically 13 districts. District 13 rebelled, but they were in charge of nuclear weapons, so the capital very quickly made a deal with them to. Yeah, I listen, irrelevant. Okay. That sure. uh, has nothing to do with this movie. I'm just saying. There's 12 districts, right? And okay. this is clearly a future version of America. Yes. And I'm talking about original Hunger Games. Yes. Right? right. And it's 
So what happened was the districts had some sort of rebellion against the capital. Yes. It's unclear why, mm. and the capital beat them off. Okay, yeah. Oh, beat them off somehow. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds a bit They masturbated them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they defeated them in combat. <laughs> yes, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the capital defeated them in combat and instituted the Hunger Games to, uh, I guess, make them fearful, you yes. know, of, of ever rebelling again. Yeah. Right, but... I would think that would make them even more like resentful yeah. and like oh, fuck you <laughs> this is fucking bullshit but anyway the yeah so this movie is about the president mm. it's a prequel about the president okay President Snow Snow yeah <laughs> it's set about 60 years before the original series the Jennifer Lawrence Hunger Games yeah yeah why would you uh, anyway anyway yeah why would you say the Jennifer Lawrence Hunger Games uh, as opposed to I, the original trilogy? What? You're saying the Jennifer Lawrence Hunger Games as yes. opposed to this. the Oprah Winfrey Hunger Games. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's only one other Hunger Games that we're talking about here. Jesus. Okay. What's going on? You I know, know, I think because you've seen this movies, you think like, all right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, never seen, I've never seen any of these movies. I saw the first one, I think, but oh, the, the others I didn't see. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going into this as a new viewer. Okay. This movie has to captivate me on its own merits. It can't uh, expect me to have, uh, you know, Hunger Games pre-knowledge mm. that I'm supposed to just know about, right? It yeah. needs to introduce me to the world, right? right? Okay. And did it do a good job with that? Um. I don't know. I I cannot look at it as a new viewer because I saw all yes, the ones. Yes, but I'm saying they told me there were 12 districts. Yes. Now some crook is telling me some rubbish about a 30. <laughs> Does that affect my viewing of this movie? No. So it seems a bit uh, irrelevant if you ask me. Okay. Mm. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> the... Uh, what's his name? I forget his fucking name, but his name is something Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. No, he's the director of this movie. He directed the final three uh, Hunger Games, right? So the third one was split into two. Yes. So there were four movies. He directed the last three and this one. Okay. Right? Right. And just based on the name, I assumed he was Jennifer Lawrence's father. (laughs) (laughs) He's something Lawrence, right? But apparently they're unrelated. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah. He, uh, so can we just get into my thoughts with it? Yeah. So this movie is far too long. Yeah, way too long. I checked the runtime; it's one hundred and fifty-seven minutes. Yeah, which uh, is a little over two and a half hours. Yeah, it's and, a long. Yeah, time. and I really felt it, right? Yeah. Apparently, the director regretted splitting the final book into two parts and didn't want to do the same here. Mm. But I believe he made a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. made two mistakes. <laughs> the one time he shouldn't have, he did it. The other time he, he should have, he didn't. Yeah. Anyway. Frankly, I think this could have worked better as like a six-episode miniseries mm. or something like that. Just give more, more characters, flesh it out more, yeah. that kind of thing. Especially if it's only one book. Yeah. Now, last week, having you know known nothing about the Hunger Games, I was like, well, there's probably going to be sequels to this. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, should we do the first Hunger Games as a 
as a commentary mm. or do we do all four and then we'll you know release them over the next few weeks and we don't do commentaries for whatever movie yeah, yeah. right uh-huh. and yeah i don't know if there is going to be sequels <laughs> because <laughs> this movie is doing very poorly at the box office oh um okay they didn't write any sequels to this book mm. um yeah yeah so i think we may need to record all four and release yeah. them <laughs> yeah the um so yeah it also continues the naming scheme of having a name sound similar to a regular game uh name yeah. in the original movies you have yeah. Katniss oh. which i assume is Candace mm. uh Hamish which could either be Hamish mm. or Mitch yeah. like you're greeting your friend <laughs> hey Mitch. hey comma Mitch yeah yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Peter which is how uh Lois calls Peter in uh, Family Guy. Family Guy. Hey, Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Which you know is the regular name Peterson, right? And uh, for this movie, the main character, his name is Coriolanus. Yes. Which I assume is Cornelius. Um, or the Shakespeare character, but I don't know how likely that one is. Oh, what Shakespeare character? Coriolanus. From is where? It? Coriolanus from where the, the, the play, play is called Coriolanus I think never read it yeah, yeah it was my matrix series wow yeah anyway so i may refer to this guy by mistake as Cornelius okay right but i'll just try to refer to him as snow fair enough like john snow yeah right obviously lucy gray is based on the popular name gray lucy <laughs> <laughs> everyone has the name <laughs> that while top, top of uh, you know baby names 2023 <laughs> gray lucy <laughs> right uh, the movie is split into three portions yes the first is the introduction to snow and the the world of panem yes right and i thought this was the strongest portion of the movie definitely it's political intrigue in a fantasy setting Okay. Feels like a a futuristic Game of Thrones, you know, all the way down to casting Peter Dinklage as uh, High Bottom. Yeah, the dean of the uh, the school, or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, it starts with the death of Cornelius Snow's father, mm-hmm. who was a general in the war against the districts. Yes. Was it a war? Or was it just? Uh, is an uprising a war? You know, <sighs> riddle me that, Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway, which we're later told has led the. the house of snow into ruin yeah i don't know somebody says the house of snow falls or something like that they were trying to do like a poetic thing i thought that was i did the jack off motion when i <laughs> when they said that <laughs> right um uh, and this gives us his motivation yes right his hunger to and drive to restore his family name mm. uh this is why he's a top student and this is why he betrays his friend later to viola davis he has this you know the drive set goal that and he's he's going to do it goddamn it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only time he deviates from this is when he cheats to help Rachel Zegler you yeah. know due to his fixation on her yeah although you could argue that you know being the mentor of Hunger Games winner will bring prestige to his family yeah so you know yeah. and they didn't they didn't reveal him mm. the public doesn't know he cheated yeah he just gets sent away to a the peacekeepers yeah. right so right. you know it worked out well for him yeah <laughs> seems fine right uh yeah 
we meet uh, Peter Dinklage's High Bottom, who is the creator of the games, and Viola Davis as the person in charge of Thunger Games, Doctor Volumnia Gall. Mm. So I don't know how we would use these into our theory of regular names. What yeah. what name corresponds to Volumnium? <gasps> Volumnia. <laughs> Volumnia is Coriolanus's mother. I just realized that in the in the play. Oh. In the Shakespeare play. Oh yeah. my god. So she's his mentor. Yes. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. We're learning new things. Here. Yeah. And what about Dinklage? I have no idea. His name is High Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you know, when you have, uh, it's called like interior tilt. Yes. Where like your bum, <laughs> your bum sticks out. <laughs> He's the first guy to have. <laughs> he didn't like. He didn't do uh, deadlifts properly, and now he has. <laughs> he has that where his bum sticks out. Yeah. A high bottom. Yeah, high bottom. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they wanna. They tell the students that they want proposals to increase viewership, mm. right? Yes. And, but do you have any thoughts about this first portion? I don't know. I I do agree with you that it is kind of the strongest portion of the movie. It's very. Um, I lost my train of thought. Um, I like the the idea that there's this like big prize that they're working towards and only one of them gets it which is what the oh i don't remember what it's called but it's like it's the prize for the best student you know peter dinklage walks in oh towards the beginning and he's like we've done away with the prize for the marks specifically um uh you will be judged on how well your tribute does in the hunger games all right i quite enjoyed that so he won yeah all right well, he kind of won because, you know. Yeah, but carry on. But yeah, I I kind of I just like the idea that it's kind of we're never told exactly what it is. We're just told that it's like a large sum of money or something along those lines. Yeah, and I guess okay. Yeah. Well, he wants his family to they yeah. it's not just that they've lost prestige, it's also that they've lost money. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I done um, is that it? I like that. <laughs> Lily Cooper is very good at being unlikable. Who's Lily Cooper in this movie? She's the um, the mother. The, no, the uh, the other student who. Uh, She's like Chinese or Asian. I, I maybe I don't know. She gets stabbed in the neck. Oh yeah. What the fuck? What? I oh I thought she was the she got bitten by a snake. No. So no. she she was taunting the the tribute the tribute in the cage. Yeah. What a sick fucking piece of shit. Yeah. She's very good at anyway, being unlikable. We get uh, Jason Schwartzman as like a proto Stanley mm-hmm. Tucci. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says a lot of funny stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I couldn't remember any quotes, but uh, definitely he was one of my favorite characters in this. I felt he was too over the top. He's had a very good 2023. Mm. He was the spot in Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, he was... Uh, Asteroid City in Asteroid City. He was the whole city. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> Everyone in that movie, I can't remember. I just know their 
the actor names mm. i'm like oh that's brian cranston <laughs> he's the narrator <laughs> uh, the alien as himself <laughs> i couldn't believe they got an alien to be in this movie they went to uh, the desert and got him out of area 51 <laughs> but anyway yes so spider-verse mm. asteroid city this movie you know yeah. big big year yeah yeah he's having a good time um Are you done with the first section? Yeah. All right. So the second portion is the Young Games, which is what I've been calling this because mm-hmm. it's it's the Hunger Games but when Snow was younger. Yes. So the Younger Games. That right? makes sense. Yeah. Uh I thought this was the weakest portion. Mm-hmm. While it was mildly interesting to see uh, like a more primitive version of the Hunger Games, at the end of the day it's the Hunger Games. I didn't find this engaging at all, right? The Hunger okay. Games in the original series with all the crazy technology is way more fun to see than this. Mm. It's actually called out within the movie that the general public thinks this fucking sucks. <laughs> That's why the ratings are low. Um although I do understand that this the series central premise is that <laughs> it's that, that it's about the Hunger Games. Yeah. So, you know, you need to include Hunger Games. Yeah. Um but during this whole portion of the movie there's no sequence that really stood out to me. Mm. Uh even when like Viola Davis lets out all the super snakes. Yeah. That I thought was a not a great scene yeah when the building blew up yeah. and there's like a 360 you know like you see the the pieces of the building blow up as the camera goes in a 360 yeah. i thought that sucked as well there's nothing good in this i don't know if it's just me but that looked very fake mm. like that as well yes it's, it's like oh the cgi terrible. was awful bro yeah. it's it's Uh, and I saw yeah. <laughs> was not good yeah um yeah mm. and then they should i think mm. they shouldn't have shown snow slip the handkerchief in mm. so that they could build tension yeah. because it's like if he put the handkerchief in she's probably going to survive yeah <laughs> it's 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 i guess you could you could think maybe not all the snakes spelt it right mm so they don't know who dealt it <laughs> <laughs> so you know that there could be tension there but it you know if we didn't know if like uh, he we just see him looking at the snakes yeah. and then the scene cuts yeah and then she wins it could be like oh was it was a singing where you know did did he do something you know there could have been yeah. more intrigue to it yeah this just it played out like we expected it to which yeah, is <laughs> yeah very mature right yeah um although i do feel like okay actually never mind we'll get to it all right we're still in this uh, i'm done with the second portion yeah yeah, yeah but, but it's i think it's, it's in the third portion all right so, yeah so let's go into the yeah. <laughs> third portion right <laughs> snow is exiled for cheating and like uh he's part of the peacekeepers and uh, his friend goes with him. Mm. Yes. Shame. So James. That's another one that's like a little bit strange. His name is Sejanus. S E J A N U S. Oh. But it could be Sir James that could be the regular name it's corresponding to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what are you saying? So in the I feel like they could have just stopped the movie. at like the reveal of the handkerchief where you know you can like i know we we mentioned it earlier where it's like um 
this movie was too long. Yes, again, this is where I, I agree with you. We should have stopped it there. Yeah. At the second portion of him going and being a peacekeeper should have been another movie. Yeah. Because it's... Oh, sorry, I'm trampling over your point. Yeah, no, but it's, like, okay. it's it. more or less like 10, 15 minutes of screen time mm. where he, uh, between him being separated from... What's her name? Rachel Zegler. Yeah. And them meeting up again. It's not like enough time that you feel like, oh, they haven't seen each other, you know, like... Yeah. If... Again, if they split it up, it would be like, oh, I haven't seen you since we cheated at the Younger Games. Yeah. I don't know you would ever come back to, you know, one of the districts or whatever. That could have been like a a nice cliffhanger. Yeah. Which, you know, it's not really a cliffhanger because we know there's a second (laughs) movie, but it it could have been a nice place to end on. Mm. Uh, Yes. There's no like, oh, I lost her. Oh, there she is. (laughs) 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 It kind of undercuts itself by being so quick. There's There's very little actual building of tension in this movie there's like a there's a little bit where she's hiding in the vent yes uh, and they like they're trying to stab through it well that's not what i was thinking about but Uh, yeah carry on that's that's kind of the only thing i can well i guess i would say where at the end when he was like uh you know like shooting at the trees Mm. and it's like we don't know where she is we don't know you know, is yeah. he gonna find her? Like uh, that was a tense moment. Like, is I thought he was gonna kill her. Mm. Honestly, like, because I know there's only one book. Yeah. So I'm like, she does not need to survive, right? Yeah. He could genuinely kill her. Yeah. There was that like tense moment there. I guess. Yeah. And yeah, yeah she just disappeared, which was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway, uh, you were saying something. Um, Tension. Yeah. yeah the. Uh, it's just very little of it there's like uh, well yeah you mentioned the the trees and stuff and I was talking about uh, I guess there's also the bottle where she like she puts the rat poison in the bottle and she closes it and then she spills all the other yeah and like they're about to drink then they put it down they're about to drink yeah yeah and then somebody else drinks it yeah a good person the she She should never have survived for as long as she did I literally don't know anyone other than Rachel Ziegler from the (laughs) from the tributes like every single character was just nothing yeah I didn't invest one second into them (laughs) it's completely obvious Rachel Ziegler is going to win all these people are just like meet yeah you know like in a Roman Colosseum (laughs) you, you have like people there and the lions come out and you they just eat them. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what happened here, yeah. and it, it was set in a Roman Colosseum-looking place. So yeah. maybe that's what was <laughs> being uh, alluded to. But mm. yes, um, are you done? I don't like the small arena. Like, like I, I, I get that. That, it's, that as well. Fuck me. I get that. It's you know like low tech and yes, it's, it's just starting out. But that's by the point I was making that the future other games just seem way more interesting. Yeah, this. Being set in a smaller arena, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's it's mildly interesting, you know, mm. seeing it in a different environment. But like, after a bit, it's like, oh, well, fuck this, you yeah. know, who cares? It's the exact same as doing Hunger Games, just, you know, not as good as the other. Yeah. 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 Are you still? No. So, we meet like this Nazi commander, <laughs> right? Played by Bern Gorman. Yeah. Do you know who Bern Gorman is? Yes. yes. Who is he? He was in. Well, he's an actor. 
but he was in a Pacific Rim and... What? Huh? I said oh. yes! Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear you. And he was also in uh, Johnny English. The second Johnny English. All right. Yeah. But, but he's from Game of Thrones. Yeah. He I plays mean, a character called Carl Tedder. Oh. Who's just like... <laughs> right, so... I didn't have time to research the news stories, but I had time to go <laughs> find this quote, right? <laughs> Let me... So, he goes, You shut your fucking hole, ugly little cunt. You look like a fucking ball sack. Ugly looking stupid cunt face. I could piss in any gutter and soak five of you. You know how much they paid me to kill a man in King's Landing? Seven silvers. They told me a man's name and that man never saw daylight again. None of them cocksuckers got away from me. I haven't lost a fight since I was nine. Maybe it's time. Do you think, eh? Maybe you're the man, eh? Cunt. I was a fucking legend back in Gin Alley. A fucking legend. I would take any night, any night, any time. Fucking cunts in a steel plate. Fucking cowards. <laughs> Which <laughs> I think about that all the time. <laughs> if somebody says something like mean to me, I just want to shout, I was a legend back in Janelle. A legend. A fucking legend. <laughs> One of my favorite things, bro. Like, apparently, book readers hate this mm. because it's not from the books. It's like uh, we just hear that these people have taken over a place. Right. Now we see it, and he's the person in charge of those people taking over the place. Okay. And yeah. he's just like a mean bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fucking useless, right? Yeah. So, I don't even think he lost an episode. <laughs> maybe, like, and I think, uh, maybe it's like two episodes, because, like, we see him early on. Yeah. But I'm saying this particular thing. All right. He does a sneak attack and kills people. Yeah. Then, their, their friends come Mm. and murder him <laughs> so it it takes place like you know at the end of one episode beginning of the other episode it's just mm. that like in a 20 minute segment <laughs> he's shown to be full of shit Jon Snow kills him like almost immediately without a fight he just stabs the shit out of him but yeah uh, I love uh, Carl Tanner mm. again every time I see Burn Gorman I'm like <gasps> He was a fucking legend back in Gen Alley. <laughs> anyway, I'm not good with style, mm. so I may be wrong, but the aesthetic of the capital, yeah. like the clothes, the infrastructure, mm. you know, all that looks like a lot of like 1950s America. Yeah, I, I can see that. I wasn't alive. Yes. Well, I wasn't around in 1950s America. Yes. Because obviously I was in South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not American. <laughs> but yes. So I only know about 1950s America from like, you know, George Lucas movies. Yeah. Like, um, American graffiti. Like, uh, you know, movies just set in the 50s. Mm. That's how I, you know, yeah. and that's how I know of that aesthetic. Right. But... Uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me because the original movies came out in like 2012 to like 2015. Yeah. And this movie is set like 60 odd years before. Right. Which would be in the, in the 50s, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if this is true, that's a fun choice by the costumes and CGI department, right? And I take my 1950s style hat off for them. 
but you know if it's not if like i'm totally wrong mm. then like uh, <laughs> i'm going to have to go back and erase that part of <laughs> this podcast because we can't have that getting out right um uh let me see where am i now so you know i i said there's just a conflict yeah there's why are they oppressing them because of the whole uprising thing why did they uprise because they were being oppressed why were they <laughs> oppressed <laughs> you see my point here <laughs> it's like what i would call politics for babies <laughs> it's like well they had conflict well do you want to tell us why or you know the the socio political reasons that led up to this conflict no they they just kind of hate each other and you know these people are rich these people are poor so you know it's probably about money but we're not going to explain that <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah very like a blank slate mm. you know you can project whatever politics you want onto it yeah uh yeah yeah in the introduction scene to Rachel Zegler yeah she stands out and it's a bit garish right okay i understand the <laughs> the idea is to communicate that she's like different from everyone else she has like a color uh, dress mm. you know like everyone else is in this dreary environment and they've just accepted it but she's not accepted it she's in the the color the color yeah. right she she doesn't want to live in a bleak dreary place right yeah. right but like it looked so odd mm. because even her face well uh, i think she's part puerto rican okay right right so she naturally she's a little bit darker yeah but it's also like she has like makeup on yeah while you know all the other people don't have makeup they look like extremely pale yeah. like uh, <laughs> you know like she just stands out so so much you yeah. know uh i understand showing individuality like that would be the dress but mm. her just like looking so Different, different you yeah. know was a bit of a garish like i said garish yeah. right um right. i also found that the mentor role of snow to rachel zegler mm. was very similar to hamish and uh, candace in the original the series original. yeah right uh they could have changed the dynamic or like i don't know done something different yeah they, because it's literally the exact same it's a guy mentoring a girl yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, you know like uh, well it has to be about snow right yeah so maybe it's like uh, a kid he thinks of as like a brother has been forced into doing hunger games well like, i guess if he's at the capital nobody at the capital does hunger games it's the only people from the districts right although his friend did have something kind of similar so janus yeah yeah i guess that guy's from west side story Yeah. And so is Rachel Zegler. Yeah. She's done three movies. Oh, which are West Side Story, this and something else. What is that something else? I have no idea. We've covered it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shazam Fury of the Gods. She's the third sister. Oh, yes. You're right. I even looked this up. Great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know every time I say hey, maybe you should write stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah, you should write me saying hey, write something down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um where am I? Viola Davis. Mm. I absolutely loved in this movie. Yeah, she was great. People are talking about the main character. I didn't like him that much. Mm. Uh but yeah, Viola Davis. 
Yeah. Whoever was giving her costume or you know the costume department yeah. her performance like everything yeah. about her I loved like that portion or you know every scene she's in I'm like oh my god she, <laughs> she's great right I don't have I only have four favorites yeah okay uh best picture mm. Oppenheimer right best director Christopher Nolan right best supporting actor Robert Downey Jr yes best uh music score score yeah <laughs> uh killers of the flower moon okay right right those are the only four i have locked down and okay. i think viola davis best supporting actress is also yeah kind of a lock well i say it's a lock but i mean it's a lock for my contention yeah right at current moment she's my favorite supporting actress performance that i've seen this year yeah mm. she was incredibly good yes yeah uh yeah i also like didn't like that everything is introduced at once okay so this you know all his suggestions it's mm-hmm. pretty much exactly how it is in the Jennifer Lawrence Hunger Games yeah oh yeah okay right? i see what you're saying you know yeah. things like things change over time you know like every mm. couple of years like okay let's try this or let's try this he just hands her a book with every <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything and they never make another change for 60 years yeah. you know it's like uh, i really hate when they do that yeah. when like uh, everything is uh, we we covered this in a movie mm. right but the only time this is kind of worked yeah is indiana jones and uh the third one <laughs> you know the third one and the third one yes yeah the last crusade yes um we see him like uh he gets his whip he gets the hat yeah. and it's done as a joke yeah. because it's not meant to be you yeah. know like because it's like obviously you wouldn't get it all on the same day they were making a joke of it yes but this is they de- they're doing it in earnest they yeah. <laughs> they genuinely like Here's a book with every <laughs> every change we'll have for the next 60 years. It just uh you know and they they cutting themselves off from sequels. It could yeah. be like well this guy did this, somebody else did that, you know like uh yeah. it could lead up all the way to they can't really iterate on yes because as... everything's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um there's a breaking news cut. Yeah. Uh which is obvious propaganda when like I can't remember what it was. Somebody was saying something mm. or like somebody something was happening that was inconvenient to the capital. Yeah. So they immediately cut to news. Yeah. And it's like and I think the story she was saying was yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> this is the problem. <laughs> Fuck. This was was a shit movie. So this mm. this is the this is the thing. I'm kind of locked in when it's uh good movies and yeah. I want to chat about it when yeah. it's bad movies I'm like oh. yeah. Which is bad. You know, yeah. it should be professional all the way around. but uh we should who's we <laughs> i'll talk about myself you know don't rope yourself in uh, no but you're right we should be yeah mm. i also so, got i got so bored mm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> something that really upset me yeah like this movie for the most part is just regular it's whatever mm. and then one thing that except just yeah. is when that down syndrome girl gets fucked up <gasps> oh it's like oh, oh. Yes, I understand. You know the the thing is they want representation for everyone, right? Mm. But this is just it seems cruel. 
yeah it seemed like I, I don't know i don't know how to maybe people would say that's me i'm the person in the wrong you know mm. they're a person they should be treated as everyone else you wouldn't squirm if a regular person died no, but i would squirm you though <laughs> it's just i don't know it makes it worse that they have down syndrome i don't know what it is sorry sorry if this offends but uh yeah it just feels worse yeah 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 anyway uh somebody says y'all know i quit drinking at 12 <laughs> <laughs> rachel zegler <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's the person we need in uh, to be the counting premier <laughs> she needs to you know be like yeah we're against drinking anyway but, but then, then she, she took, took a swig of whatever was in the bottle and she's like it's just a warm up my vocal cords no yeah discipline yeah 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 anyway i also didn't feel like there was any chemistry between Rachel Zegler and the main guy It was very I feel like it was very forced. Well, well not forced, but like shoehorned. No, those are not the right terms. I thought it was abrupt. Yeah, there we go. Because it's like well, they have a connection because he's helping her win mm. the games. Yeah. And then you know, in the third part when they meet up, mm. they like start kissing. I'm like, "What? This didn't <laughs> I didn't expect this at all." <laughs> it just seemed like uh Like I said he was fixated on it not that she didn't reciprocate anything I don't think not really yeah no. so I understand why he would yeah be fixated well he would kiss her I don't understand why she would be into him yeah. because it didn't you know it was not portrayed at all yeah yeah all right do you have any other thoughts uh no not really yeah, yeah. we didn't really talk about Peter Dinklage He was I really enjoyed him. He was on drugs. Yeah. And he that's was... how he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. You seen the first Hunger Games? Yeah. Well, it's better than this. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the, the first Hunger Games with less drama. Mm. And mm. I guess more romance in a way. Mm. In a very awkward way, but in a way. Mm. So we done yeah. Uh what did you write the movie? Five. Yeah, I also gave it a five, which fucking sucks, yeah. right? Because Rachel yeah. Zegler, the two movies we've covered of her, <laughs> has been a five out of ten, and yeah. the one we didn't cover was like a nine out of ten. Yeah, West Side Story, which you haven't seen. Yeah, big crook. One, one day. day you don't even love musicals. One day I will see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is also a victim of wokeness. Okay. Oh, not wokeness. You know, people who are angry about wokeness. Right? <laughs> Because it's that doesn't even have to do with this movie. Rachel Zegler is going to be playing Snow White. Oh. She was cast as Snow White. Oh, yes. First yeah. of all, like I said, I think she's part Puerto Rican, so she's not Snow White. Yeah. Right? She right. has some color in her face. Yeah. Right? <laughs> And apparently she's not a fan of Snow White. Oh. She's just doing it as like a paycheck. Oh. So, okay. People are upset with her mm. and uh Yeah, it's being taken out on this movie. People are you know saying they don't want to go watch this movie because of her, huh. which uh I don't know. <laughs> Seems dumb. <laughs> yeah. I would watch this movie because of her. Because her performance was really good. Mm. What do you think about the singing? I I like the idea of it. But um the whole, you know, you were saying with the snakes. 
they could have definitely used the singing better to mean something else instead of just having her sing. Well, I don't like her accent. <laughs> and like when she's singing, that's when it's most prominent. Oh. Right. So I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, who's the songbird and who's the snake? I would say she's the songbird. Because, because they, she sings. And, and they, they call, call her songbird. I see. I yeah. see. And him? That He's is. a snake. Uh, but who did he snake? His friend his, Sejanus. Yeah. <gasps> it all comes together. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, check out. Rachel Zegler has been making use of snakes. Yeah. yeah. She took a snake and put it in that uh, girl's back. Uh, like she in her dress. Yeah. yeah. She survived the snakes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah. In conclusion, fuck the younger games. Yeah, it wasn't great. Can we move on to recommendations? Yeah. yeah. Another very poor week from me. Oh, no. <laughs> I watched one uh, episode of television and one movie. Oh, no. uh, my goodness. Okay. I've been very busy at work. Yes. And, uh, you know, personally, I think I should slack off more and uh, <laughs> <laughs> do more watching. Yeah. Of but uh, I just happen to be working hard and, you know, mm. I know I'm letting all of you down. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, I watched Invincible episode three okay. of season two. Mm. Lot of fun. <laughs> okay, uh, it's the mid-season finale next week mm. or this week, and right. uh, very excited for it. Okay. Um, yeah, just one of the better shows on TV right now. Okay. So much fun. Um, then I watched Mank, oh. which is uh, the next in David Fincher series. Okay. Um, certainly liked it more. Than when I first watched it, mm-hmm. I gave it a seven before. I gave it an eight now. Okay, it's it's good. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, it's very ahistorical mm. for a number of reasons. Okay. But you know, I said I don't really care. Yeah, about a biography being accurate. Mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> unless it's like disrespectful. Yeah, and I think. Well, this guy was like a a capitalist and an anti-union person, right? Oh, and he's portrayed as a socialist in this movie. Oh, so wait a second. I'm like, uh, I wouldn't... Well, even him. I don't know would he want to be, have been portrayed like this. I feel like not. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You? Oh, okay. So, um, I watched Finding You. Um, it's a... It's basically a movie about this American girl who, uh, she, things aren't going her way in America. And so she goes to Ireland on like a semester program. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's kind of a, I, it's one of those very like soppy romantic movies where, um, yeah, all the tropes of romantic things are there. But I quite enjoyed it because it had quite a... Um, it, was, it wasn't It was a musical, but it had a lot of music-themed things happening because she's a musician. Uh, What's it called? Finding You. Okay. Yeah. Who's in it? I don't remember their names. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't. Yeah. It, uh, I, 
I don't know if there's anyone big. Mm. Like I feel like I would recognize if there's someone big. But uh, you didn't know who Hugo Weaving was a few weeks ago. That is also true. Mm. So carry on. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 just kind of um, watched it when I was bored. Mm. It's pretty decent. Uh, I gave it a seven. I'm imagining it's like Tom Cruise and like <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence as the leads of this movie. And like, huh. <laughs> it would have seemed familiar if I knew <laughs> if they were famous, but uh, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I also watched the Lego Ninjago movie. All right. Also a lot of fun. That one's got Jackie Chan in it. And um, one of the, oh, what are their names? the the Francos. It's one of the Francos. I don't recall which one, but mm-hmm. one of them. It's also a there's a lot of fun like quips in there that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um I think oh, I don't remember his name at the moment, but he is he's ba- he's kind of the antagonist for like the first half and then he stops being the antagonist. Uh it's like uh want to say Gorman it's not Gorman but um, anyway he's he's a lot of fun I had a lot of fun watching him and he is comfortably my favorite part of the movie uh, I gave that one an eight and then I did a marathon of um, roughly 11 hours or so mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings trilogy Wow yeah the extended cuts uh, the first movie incredible yeah although uh mm. it's 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 a, a big christmas tradition for people mm. so you're about a month early <laughs> <laughs> god damn it <laughs> but yeah i thought you'd be proud that i watched yeah it. <laughs> yeah 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 good but yeah the the first movie is a hard 10 mm. like i okay it was i think it was like three hours long no three and a half hours long but it didn't feel like it right it's <laughs> just there's always something happening yeah. there's always something to keep you engaged yeah. and it's 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 such an outstanding movie yeah. it's one of the best movies i've ever watched at least top five all right uh the second movie i found was a little bit more uh dull i'd say because it's, it's kind of like you know how in a regular movie you've got like like especially a longer movie uh you've got like a uh an introduction kind of thing where it introduces everything and then you've got uh, a bunch of things happen and then there's like a little kind of um what's the word like a dip almost not in all movies obviously but in in a fair few movies yes what's your point yeah uh it's uh, this just feels like the dip like well, not all of it, but a, a fair chunk of it feels like the dip in a longer movie. Because, you know, how the trilogy is... It's basically set as one movie. It's like yeah. it's like an 11-hour epic, but broken up into three parts. Yeah. It's also the... Yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar with a lot of the readings. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't... I found it a little bit boring, but it's still incredibly well shot. It keeps all the themes from the first movie. 
uh, I gave it a 9 just because I found it, it got a little bit boring, but I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, especially the whole Gandalf thing where I watched it with a friend, right? And, um, you know, spoilers for Lord of the Rings, although at this point, I mean, they're like 20 years old. You should have watched them by now. Um, they're all older than you. Yeah. Uh, the last one came out the same year you were born. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay, yes. They are all older than me. Yes. Um, you were born in 2023. <laughs> in 2023. Yes. <laughs> so they're all older than you. I am the vision. There was a a 1978 version mm. by Ralph Bakshi. Have you seen that? No, of I course not. Yeah. Crook, big crook. Of course. But yeah. it's like a one and a half hour, like, uh, you know... It's an animated movie where he's cut out a lot of stuff oh, and yeah. kept the the main Most stuff. Important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I anyway, like you know, like halfway through the first movie, Gandalf dies. Well, Gandalf falls into a pit, right? And uh, my friend goes, "Yep, Gandalf the Grey is dead." And I'm like, "No, that can't be. There's still two nothing. movies. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half movies. <laughs> <laughs> There's still two and a half movies. How does that work?" And then in the second movie, it begins with showing us what happened to him. Mm. And he becomes Gandalf the White. Mm. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. He's also the only wizard in um, uh, Lord of the Rings to change colors, which I think is a cool little detail. Not not like physically, just, you know. Yes, I know. Yeah. He's right. not a wizard. What? He's a Maya. A Maya. They like... Uh, they're like angels. Okay. He's taken the form of like a, an old wizard, mm. but he's a, like an immortal being. Yeah. The same as, uh, who's other was Saruman. Yeah. He's also like a, like, <clears throat> I don't want to go into the law, but there's like a, a God. Yeah. And he created all the, the Maya. Yeah. Yeah. Iluvatar. He created the universe. Okay. Right. And then, uh, he created Morgoth was the he became the devil the oh. version of the devil oh. <laughs> anyway yeah. yeah so they essentially angel the same the Balrog is also a version of the Maya oh oh that's why they would like you know They're like equally great, yeah. powered okay the, yeah 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 um and then the the third movie lots of fun absolutely loved it um it's just it's kind of a <laughs> I was going to say a little bow, but it's not a little bow. It's a four and a half hour bow. The thing is, a lot of people complain that there's too many endings. Because mm. <clears throat> there's there's so many plots that need to be wrapped up. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they take four and a half hours and they're really... Yes, but I mean, it could mm. have been done much quicker. Yeah, probably. But I... Like, personally, I found it's, it's fine as it is with its four and a half hours really thoroughly enjoyed it also a 10 so like the the series is setting at 9.6 all right yeah pretty good mm. next week i come back with i don't know something else <laughs> okay <laughs> how are we done yeah yeah i would say so all right so thank you for listening please remember to rate review subscribe give a like etc portly yeah. needs to be a five star review it has to be Please subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries. We're doing, I guess, the four Hunger Games. Yeah. Right? All of them. Um, 
You can find all our links at paysip.com. That's P-A-I-C-I-P.com. Please tell a friend and tell that friend to tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell everyone. And, uh, yeah. Bye. Cheerio. Au revoir.